Welcome to episode two of 30 Minutes of Shame. I'm your host, Derek, here with my good friend, Caleb. We talk about Seinfeld episodes and random nonsense, and today's show will be about the latter. We're just talking about customer service experiences, correct? That's right. Okay. And some of the worst customer service experiences that we've had, uh-huh. or I'll let you go first. Or just funny, <laughs> just funny customer experiences. Okay. Well, I will say doing a lot of door-to-door um, interactions with customers that uh, you get a lot of phrases that people say that they think are original, but you hear thousands of times over and over again. And one of them that people like to say whenever you're first entering their house is, I hope you don't mind cats. Uh, or I hope you're not allergic to cats, uh, which usually translates to I never clean my house or <laughs> it smells like cat piss in here so bad that your eyes are going to burn. Um, invariably, if you come up to a house and it has a sign that says no smoking oxygen in use, there's going to be someone in the house on an oxygen with a respirator smoking a cigarette. I don't know how that happens, but um, it's just what I found going door to door. You you get the, if I've seen it once, I've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> well, I think working in an actual retail store, you don't, you don't get to see inside people's homes, but people still take their quirks with them wherever they go. I know one time I had to stop somebody from um, just walking around trimming their nails over our floor. They were just walking around trimming, trimming their nails. And I remember it was the first person in the store that day. And I heard I was on the other side of the store and I heard this clipping sound and I couldn't piece together what it was because it's so out of context. And I walked around the store trying to find where it came from. And I found this guy in an aisle and he was just standing there with the nail trimmers, trimming his nails. <laughs> <laughs> so you escorted him from the store? No, but I told him to stop trimming his nails. <laughs> it's just funny, like, you know, you vacuum that morning. Ten minutes later, somebody's in there trimming their nails yeah. in a public <laughs> at yeah. a public store. Because that's that's the place to Where do it. Where would you do that? Like, nobody would do that in a restaurant. <laughs> sit there while everybody watches yeah. you trim your nails. By the salad bar. <laughs> and I understand if he had, you know, a hangnail and he bit it off real quick, discreetly. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you would trim all ten nails. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. So was that the same day of the uh, the guy with the snake? No, no. no. This was, yeah, no, my crazy stories are, are spread out over the course of 10 oh, years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine are spread out over 15, but I um, sometimes I would have multiples in a day. Those were good days. Uh, yeah. Truly memorable. <laughs> yep, it, they were memorable. Or do you want to tell the snake story? Yeah, yeah. It it's just a weird. It, I don't know if it's as funny as it as much as it is just awkward and weird. But we had a a guy come in one day and he was um, dressed. He, I mean, he looked like a biker. And a, as the manager, I I was the one that had to kick 
weirdos out if it just got too weird. Yeah. And I had just actually, and you know, it was hardly ever, like I hardly ever had to ask anybody to leave. Like I could probably count, you know, on one hand, how many times I've had to do that. Yeah. But I had to, um, I had just asked somebody to leave and this guy in a leather jacket comes in and he's walking around and, um, I, you know, ask him if he needs any help and he starts talking to me and I, I could tell right off the bat that he was a little weird, but I didn't think much of it. And eventually he asked me if I knew how, um, God cast Satan from heaven. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I knew that story and I, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm familiar with what you're talking about. And he told me, he was like, well, I have, um, you know, Satan, after he was cast down, he took the form of a snake. And I have that snake with me right now. And he opened <laughs> up his jacket and he had a snake coiled around him. <laughs> and, and that's when my day went from zero to a hundred real yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know the type. I don't know. <laughs> I know the type of people that carry snakes around. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say that guy was... Uh, um, had escaped from the mental hospital. Yeah, he, There's a mental hospital right near here. We eventually called the police. Yeah. And it turns out he was supposed to be in a mental hospital. He had, I don't know how he, he got out, but somehow he, he did. I don't think he was like, I don't think he was the type of person that was like on complete total 24 seven surveillance, but he was supposed to stay. He was supposed to be staying yeah. in the hospital and somehow he had wandered out and I don't know how he got from point A to point B, but he did. <laughs> And ended up in your store. With a snake. I don't know yeah. where the snake came from. <laughs> That's almost more disturbing, actually. Yeah. How yeah. did you find a snake in such a short amount of time? <laughs> well, I found a snake between here and the mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. One of the high-rise apartments over in Evansville, Kennedy Towers or Buckner Towers or some of those, aren't those the ones downtown, like high-rise, like eight or nine-story apartments? So. And then there's some... There's some off of like Columbia and there's one on like First Avenue or something, but I can't remember which one it was, but there was like a, a high voltage sign and a buddy of mine was working and this lady just comes kind of comes up out of nowhere and she just like starts reading the sign. She says, danger, high voltage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, I know who you are. I've been, I've been here since they put it in. I'm from JFK. I know it's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's like, what? What are you talking about? But yeah, we used to have some weird people just approach us out of nowhere. There's a lot of crazies out there. And I think the longer you work in customer service, the more you realize how many crazy people are actually <laughs> around you. Yeah, there was there was one guy, you know, you would deal with people who would have Alzheimer's or dementia or something and they'd repeat themselves to you. But, and it really wouldn't be that funny. Uh, it, it'd be kind of sad, but, uh, you would still have some funny experiences with those people that I don't know, you couldn't help but laugh. Uh, cause like this, this guy kept talking to me he was like, yeah, I'm old. I'm 69. And then later the guy repeated again. Yeah, I'm old. I'm, I'm 69 <laughs> years old. We're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. Yep. And, uh, so then one of those times after maybe five or six times, he says, uh, I'm old. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're 69. Right. And he's like, how did you know that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Jeez. 
you you can't help but laugh at something like that but it's it's uh it's not cool to laugh at old people with problems no. but, well, but full disclosure i i worked in in christian retail and i would disclose that because it explains some of the questions that we get mm-hmm. but we had a lot of people come in um, that would talk about how i don't know well, not a lot of people a couple of people came in and I remember one lady in particular came in and she said that she had spilled milk and the milk spilled and and formed a pattern on her table that looked like Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she wasn't all there either. And she, I remember her asking me if we had a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Like she wanted a picture of <clears throat> milk. That looked like Mary. <laughs> and I was like, no, we don't. We don't carry pictures of milk. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> there was um there was this kid that uh, came up to me one time. I was Sounds doing like a loser. <laughs> he was he was a pear-shaped loser. Uh <laughs> but no, it was this little kid and he came up to me and said uh um that he wanted to name his dog the F word. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wanted to name my dog the F word, but he didn't say the F word. He just said, you know, that's what I wanted to name him. He literally said F word. No, no, he didn't oh, say okay. <laughs> He said fudge. No. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that people did like to do is, uh, uh, especially if I was there for a service call, um, was to give me a full rundown from start to finish on how their installation went, whether it had any effect on, on my troubleshooting of their problem. They would just, if it was a 30 minute story, it didn't matter. They would just go on and on having to tell me start to finish how it went. And usually it was a nightmare, but whatever. I once had a woman who had to have, and this, this, I don't know if this happened very often. I would get people who are on house arrest and they'd have to have the bracelets or whatever. And I'd be there working on their phone, their phone service. So like if their phone service cut out and stopped working, mm-hmm. the police would show up at their house. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one lady who had like a breathalyzer at her house that she had to take she had to use on a, uh, I don't know how often, I think daily basis. And, uh, um, she had to have her sobriety checked like on a daily basis. And then she tried to tell me, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. And I was like, you have to have your sobriety checked. <laughs> so you want to talk about tacos? Yeah, kind of more so just Hispanic food as a whole. I think that I'm just confused about why the inside of everything is the exact same while the outside is what changes. You know what I mean? Like, so you have a burrito, which is pretty much like a bigger taco, maybe some rice added in there to fill yeah. the extra shell. Yeah. But it's the same. Chalupa is a taco, except for the shell is thicker, maybe crispier. You have enchiladas, which is the same thing as a burrito, except for it's moist with the sauce on the outside of the shell. Yeah. But other than that, same ingredients, same spices. I feel like probably the same guy invented all those. Yeah, like he was just bored. He was like, I want to spice things up a bit, so I'm going to change the outside of this. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Why? Well, I think my big question is, if the inside is what matters. Why are we changing the outside so much? <laughs> I don't know. It's 
baffling. It's just one of the little things that grinds my gears. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> it out. And the funny thing is, like, I'll order all the different things. Like, I'll I'll feel like tacos one day, and then I'll feel like a burrito another day. So Which I, is essentially the same thing. It is, but why do I prefer one over the other sometimes, not the other? I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Am I right, people? <laughs> so something I don't understand is um, <clears throat> because I vaguely remember seeing some um, schematics or sketches that Leonardo da Vinci uh, drew up uh, about a helicopter or a gyro machine or some kind of flying machine that he tried to come up with. It's not a sandwich. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. But I mean, it, it was a crude helicopter. And I don't know what year the helicopter was invented, but you know that these helicopter or propeller leaves that fall off of trees was probably around way before that. It's not like they evolved helicopter leaves after the helicopter was invented. And then they're like, oh, it's that's a helicopter tree or hel all these helicopters are getting in my gutter. Like, <laughs> have you ever heard people call them that? Yeah. Like the, and yeah, that's what I've always called them. Yeah. Propellers or helicopters. Yeah. You've always been. I mean, you've been around since the helicopter. Yeah, that's true. was invented. So, yeah. What did they call them before that? Like little twirly <laughs> leaves. I'm sure they didn't have gutters back then. I don't know. But yeah. Tell me. I, I want an answer right now. I, I think they called them. I, I bet they called them airplanes. Yep. Because I think they had airplanes back then. Yep. I bet you're right. But who, who was it that you story said? Story like that? that's got to be true. Who was it that you said had the drawings? Leonardo da Vinci. What did he what did he call his what did he call his invention? Uh, fancy magical flying machine. <laughs> yeah, that's what the leaves are called. <laughs> A super terrific happy machine. <laughs> So I guess my next question that I have for you, Caleb, this is just for you. Actually, this isn't a question at all. It's a story. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were some white men. No, um, years ago, me and some of my buddies, we went to uh, St. Louis on a little trip and uh, it was one of the first trips that we went on. We started making it like an annual thing. This is kind of a lame ass story. So I'm like halfway through it now. And I'm already seeing it's going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my buddies uh, got a phone call from his wife on his cell phone. And we're all like, oh, yeah, here we go. This uh, douchebag's getting a phone call from his wife. So he's like, yeah, we're on this little road trip with the guys, you know, like he was explaining it all to his wife as if he didn't go over all this before he left. <laughs> and he messed up and he accidentally said road trip. I'm on this road trip. And we're like, road trip, like a road trip with bros. So they all thought that was hilarious. And that's what they called it from then on. They're like, all right, well, next year's road trip is going to be, you know, whenever. But what about road trip this year? Are we doing road trip? That's actually an amazing mistake to make because it's a pretty cool name. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we called it. We called it road trip every every year. So you went road tripping. <clears throat> yep. And Coors Light was our official sponsor. It's amazing. Well, it, it was for those guys. I don't drink. I was always the driver. But yeah. So yeah. your, your our, sponsor was A&W. <laughs> it was. But yeah, road trip. That's and and thus Broad Trip was born. You know, there's not really anybody who doesn't drink. Everybody 
drinks, otherwise you'd be dead. Well, I'm a teetotaler. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you, I now know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling myself that for years and never knew. <clears throat> I uh, talked to somebody earlier. Um, I took my family to this um, Amish restaurant. Mm -hmm. And the we got to talking to the waitress. She was really friendly. And um, I think we all ordered sweet tea and we ordered lemonade for the kids. And she um, she said, that's right. You don't want water. And she was like, I grew up. My dad was a farmer and he said that water was nothing but for watering crops. I never saw him drink water. <laughs> and I just don't understand how you can be alive without drinking water. <laughs> But she, I, I don't know, it was just funny seeing how adamant she was about how you shouldn't drink water. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty my, sure you need it. My brother-in-law told me last week that there's no sense in drinking anything unless it, how was it he put it? There's no, there's no point to drink anything if it doesn't have caffeine or alcohol in it. That's both. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz beer. That's, I don't know, something from the Drew Carey show. That sounds like an idea that you think of while drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's add caffeine to this. <clears throat> so here, here's one. We had our first two kids over at the women's hospital in Newburgh, and that went extremely well. My third child was born here in Henderson, and that went terrible <laughs> and i don't know why my wife wanted to have a kid in henderson in the town that we're from but that's where she wanted to uh, have the last one that was our third and final child and wanted to have him born in henderson so anyway the the nurses there kept talking there's all these medical terms that uh uh, the nurses and doctors are always checking on uh, when you're checked into the hospital, especially her whenever she was given birth. They had all the epidurals and all these crazy terms that I learned through the uh, Lamaze classes and all this other stuff. But in Henderson, the main thing they were concerned about was her color. <laughs> that, that was like the only thing they were like, what did they ask? Oh, you're. I mean, your color just doesn't look good. What your your color's awful. We gotta we're, have we're, the color. Yeah, we're gonna have to do something about your color. And then they would give her an IV or something. And they'd come in. What you color know, was an she? hour later? I have no idea. White. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw her change from white to white. But then later, the nurses, I guess these trained professionals uh, are experts in color, just kept saying, your color's improved drastically. I mean, your color's just so much better. See how much color she has in her face now? And she just, her color is just totally different. She's, I mean, you look a, a lot better. Uh, apparently, color is what you want when you're getting better. But and she is, in fact, Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, apparently color at the Henderson hospital is a technical term that they all throw around. Yeah. Both of our kids were in Evansville, um, Evansville born, Evansville raised. Yeah. That's, that's good. It's funny. Um, we were actually for our first, for our first one, we were actually considering doing a home birth. My wife really wanted to. Yeah. And we decided that it would be something that we would try later on down the road, but we wanted to do the first one in a, in a hospital just in case there were any 
complications or anything like that, we wouldn't have to, you know, rush to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'd already be there. Um, so, and it was a good thing we did because there were complications in the first one. And that's what made us decide to not do the home birth the second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is good because there were also complications then. So, I don't know. It's funny because <laughs> I think as we were researching it, as much as she really wanted to do it, the more we talked about it with people, there was just like this look of like instant surprise, like, okay, why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> Attitude about it. What are you, crazy? Do you believe in witchcraft? <laughs> You're not one of those crazy people, are you? You know, that does home. and I never knew it was like a controversial thing. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. It's your life. But apparently it's super controversial to do it at home. And people, some people will yell at you when they find out that you that you're even considering it. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. What are you crazy? People have only done that for thousands of years. <laughs> are you one of those people that need your sobriety checked on a daily basis? <laughs> That's why they invented that machine. Yeah. People with home births. <laughs> apparently, apparently it makes you a social pariah. Don't ever tell anybody that you're considering it, even if you're considering it. <laughs> So apparently, um, a while back, I was in Book and Music Exchange, mm -hmm. if that gives you any idea of how long ago it was. The store. Yeah, the store. And they sell vinyl albums, or they did sell when they were open, vinyl albums. And there is an R&B artist, and his name is just simply Joe. That's his name, just Joe. And the name of his album was also a single word called Stutter. <laughs> <laughs> so like my mind's racing of what you know these songs are going to contain just a stuttering guy named joe <laughs> and, uh, but the way that the writing on the album <laughs> was laid out it looked like the guy's name was joe stutter end of story <laughs> that's how i'm gonna end all my stories did you buy the album? No, I didn't. <laughs> I should have bought it just to see. I, now you could probably pull it up on YouTube. Maybe I need to find out what Joe Stutter is all about. <clears throat> I've heard of that guy. <laughs> he was a boxer. He got his brains knocked in. <laughs> Used to be a boxer. Ex-boxer. Yeah, former boxer. And then... Uh, I'm stuttering Joe. Why is it when you're in Walmart at 2 a.m. and you're looking at an obscure item, there is some walking by that wants to look at the exact same thing and has to crowd your personal space to get it? And you know they're only interested because they saw you looking at it. It's a good question. It's weird because whenever I go to Walmart around 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. and I see somebody looking at something, I'm normally drawn to that area. <laughs> and I go directly over there and I stand and I stare at that item. <laughs> <laughs> this has been 30 Minutes of Shame. You can listen to our past episodes on Spotify, Red Circle, and iTunes. We'll be uploading new episodes every two weeks. Feel free to like and follow our podcast to be notified when new episodes are available. Thank you for listening and have a good day.